0: Hello
1: and welcome to Europhoria, a podcast where we look back on the great, glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chilman and I'm joined, as ever, by a man who... As became glaringly clear last week, is continually dancing with the demons in his mind. Oh! But he's still a hero of our time. It's Roland Bodnar. Oh, I
2: get it. I wondered why. What I was, what I'd done in in real life, <laughs> it was the song, wasn't it? The song. Yeah, the song did that. The song. I've mm. been, I've been having to sort of live with that for the last week in my own mm. head, just dealing with my own demons, as you say.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. we decided online, didn't we? Anyone who doesn't follow Rosalind on Twitter, there was some good. Um, feedback fee- feedback let's call it feedback from the group um which is that we've decided it's just roland's way to purge yeah. um and make sure that he doesn't kill yeah so he stays yeah. the nicest man alive by purging this like awfulness I'm, inside of him i'm
2: sorry i have to inflict it on all of you though like <laughs> you guys are the rather us witnesses than innocent bystanders yeah, you know yeah. we've signed up for this <laughs> Yeah, you're you're in now. We yeah. You get the good but you get the bad.
1: Precisely. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah
0: that's, that's all right. All right.
2: Cool. You're right, Ryland. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I I had I was worried. I, I had a sore throat. Uh just from generalness. Oh. Uh, but I think it's recovered enough to, to be able to speak. And uh, you, so that's all right. You are
1: speaking. I am speaking. So yeah. I think we're okay.
2: If, I, if halfway through I just go si- deadly silent, it's just because I've lost my grasped voice. Grasped him. The <laughs>
1: illness.
0: It's taken him. hold. Right. Uh, well,
1: should we do the wine? Oh, yeah. It's my week this week. And I've, as ever, I mean, classic chillman. i been chilling. really slack about it and forgot to get <laughs> wine. So, <laughs>
0: Roland. Yeah.
1: Can I introduce you in a bottle of Somontano Cabernet Sauvignon from Spain? Yeah, I would love some Somontano
2: Cabernet Sauvignon from uh, Spain.
1: The name Somontano means beneath the mountains. And this perfectly describes the location of this modern Spanish wine region in the foothills of the Pyrenees. Mm, Mm. Lovely. It's full-bodied
2: and rich. (laughs) Just like me.
0: No, hey. I'm not. <laughs> I'm neither. Uh, cool,
1: all right. Um, but I did do. A I screenshot. just
2: well, I just had a panic because I don't think I've got a bottle opener, so we would have. Great, attacked. I was psychic. I meant <laughs> yeah. to do
1: that. I knew that, guys. Yeah, so, yeah. Should Here we, do... we
2: go. Yeah, go on.
1: Okay. Uh, oh,
2: that was a that was, that a that was like a triple bot Yeah, that was good. That was I a liked good that. click. Like good, that. Okay. Good strong click. Let's
1: give it a glug. Oh, smell! Mm. Oh,
2: does it smell full bodied and rich? Oh, it's lovely. Mm. Oh, it. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, it's it's it is. Dead lovely. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was a deep glug.
2: I feel like that was a double winner for a a non-corker. Delicious. It's uh, not bad.
1: Really good glug. Yeah,
2: lovely. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Uh,
1: So we're going to... I mean, I don't have any, but do you have any? No. Right. Well, there's no news this week, so we're just going to go on to any other business. (laughs) So I've got a couple of bits. Cool. Firstly, my wonderful, adorable friend Liz spent yesterday day before yesterday live texting me her experience of watching the (laughs) daz samson documentary
2: oh my god i feel like that's something we all should do she wants to have annual screenings (laughs) yeah we should do it in a cinema it is incredible even there were
1: even lines that she was texting me after i've only watched it recently yeah but there were lines that she was texting me that i'd forgotten about already or missed yeah there were things in the in it, like visuals that I hadn't clocked either. Yeah. So she was talking about the Barnyard Boys video. She was like, in the background, there were literally just mannequins wearing dungarees. <laughs> They've just placed mannequins around in dungarees to make, to make it, it look, look fuller. Busy. How mental! <laughs> it's genius.
2: I mean, they were geniuses. They were absolutely
1: genius. The guy, um, so that his partner, um, Ricky, 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 Ricky of Ricky, Ricky and Daz, yeah. Ricky's t-shirt just says, "I am a goth" on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's not.
1: Isn't it amazing? I mean, maybe on the inside. But. All of this <laughs> needs to be. There needs to be some sort of really serious. Analysis. second by second frame by frame analysis yeah. of how incredible and the editing she again yeah. highlighted the editing there was lots of screaming as well just random screaming words being texted <laughs> she was so excited about the whole thing so thank you Liz for making my day at work fantastic yeah. we also have a wonderful email hey. um, from a good old friend of ours hey hey I'm wa- I'm walking here yeah. hey get out of my way that's my accent Chance the Not
2: Quite Rapper the, the Not Rapper
1: from Brooklyn who says good morning Morning, Isabelle and Roland. Morning. 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 Sure, it's morning here, sure. Yeah. Wonderful show as usual. Domenico and Valare was a great topic. Oh. Such a beautiful song, such a beautiful man. Oh, yes, he was. Dream babe. Babe, regarding the Grammys, <laughs> and this is a good explanation for us. So this is, oh. and I'm gonna highlight this before I say it. If ever we say stuff that we don't know. Just correct Tell us, yeah. I wanna learn. I always wanna learn. Mm-hmm. As does Roland, we mm-hmm. need teaching. Chant says, regarding the Grammys, record of the year is awarded for the actual recording and given to singer, producer, engineer, like the whole
2: uh-huh. okay. shebang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Song of the year is awarded for the composition of the song and thus given to the songwriters. Wow,
2: okay. So like producer, like makes the song sound yeah. like so it does on the record. Yeah, so record is the whole thing. Yeah. So
1: the actual, like the melody might sound like shit, but the lyrics are great. Yeah. And you can still win yeah, song yeah,
2: of yeah. the year. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, but you do. I no, mean. no,
2: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Re- we learn something new every day Love on, it. This, on Great. this podcast.
1: Um, then he put a little thing in asterisk that says, 20 minutes later... As in like 20 minutes has gone by since past. he wrote that, and he went, Yeah, I'm rescinding. <laughs> oh, I'm rescinding my earlier wonderful show. I started writing this email while still oh, no. listening to the episode, <laughs> and oh boy, that song was appalling. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. The syncopating is made me dizzy. The bit where you're like,
2: I just ran out of time and I, oh. kept, I did it, and then oh. I had to live with it forever. Terrible, forever,
1: Isabel. I mean, then he seems to get confused and think that you are an actual puppy and not just that I treat you like one maybe it is that I just treat you like one Isabel please roll up a newspaper and thwap him on the nose so he hopefully learns to never do that again
2: I feel like you verbally did that oh Uh, yes yeah uh, don't worry he's
1: been told I mean we will get one guys remember he has to purge his sins yes so this is what we do Chance signs off. Anyway, I must be going. Isabel, have a wonderful week. Oh, Roland, you're a monster.
2: <laughs> I deserve that. Chance from Brooklyn. I entirely deserve that. Thanks, Chance Chant from, from Brooklyn. Cheers. And you
1: can tell the difference in class between me and Roland. I've not realised until just now. Oh, you say chance, chance. I say chance. chance.
2: You say chance, I say chance. Let's call the whole thing a bloody good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. so uh, good. Uh, um...
1: But yeah. this, it's actually, it's quite nicely timed chance that you're emailing us. Any chance. Um, because this leads us on to another bit of any other business, doesn't it, it Roland? It does. I can't let you lead on this one. We've got some very happy news, so no one worry. This is all very yeah. good.
2: Yeah, we'll but- caveat with this. Uh, we'll... It's fine. It's all good. It's all fine. So I um, am going to be leaving these fair shores of the United Kingdom uh, (laughs) shortly in the next month or so, six weeks. I'm going to be moving to be closer to chance, not for that reason, but I will be. Uh, I am moving to the United States of America to be walking here in New York City. Woohoo! Um I yeah, I've I've taken up a, a job over there, and as long as everything goes alright with my visa and they let me in, uh fingers crossed. Bloody uh, Trump. <laughs> Let's ruin it right now, yeah, guys. I like, can't, can't, can't keep saying that now. Um I'll be um moving to the United States of America at the end of October. Yeah. Which is very, very exciting. So um this podcast is going to continue. There's yes. lots of ways of doing it. There's lots yes. of podcasts that are produced uh, either trans-stately or transatlantically. Uh, so we basically do something. The sound quality is not going to change. We'll do no, it over Skype, but we'll record I our two different ends. still be screeching yeah. into your ears, guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I'm just going to get an, an American accent immediately. I'm going to be like, hey, welcome to the podcast. It's me. No, that's Italian. <laughs> that's Italian. That's Mario. <laughs> okay, sorry. i become a video game. I know, game. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be happening and I can keep people updated if they're interested. If they're not, Yeah, then, no, we uh, will. So what we're going to um, do
1: basically is there's still things to be worked out But the podcast is going to continue we will try to continue it as regularly as possible. Obviously, we need to try it out in terms of me being here, Roland being there, there'll be a time delay. Obviously, we're gonna to have to find days to record this on. Yeah. But we're gonna suss all this stuff out. It is gonna continue. We will keep the podcast. So this season's gonna run until the end of this season, yep. which will be towards like mid, mid the November. end of November. Yeah. Then we're gonna have a break over Christmas. We're gonna let Roland get settled down in New York. And then in the new year, we'll start again. And then we'll be on the lead up to year revision 2018. Oh my I God, know. it's so soon.
2: I know. So I'm going to try and spread the Euro love into uh, the United States of America. Oh, uh, that's what you call it. That's disgusting. <laughs> Jesus. I heard they do a lot of it over there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there we go. That is my big bit of any other business, my own My We're own. We're so news. bloody proud of him. Um, and I
1: hope you're all proud of him
2: too. And Isabel will be visiting. So actually, we might do some from over there as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Yay. Yay. It's
1: Congrats. It's been announced. Mate. now.
2: everyone. Now the world knows.
1: Um, so that's our business.
2: Business. I think yeah no I think funny uh, the business no good right give us an email
1: give us an email get bloody in, yeah, I've get got in about touch that with us, yeah yeah so send us you can contact us via email so if you want to send us an email you want to let us know what you're up to what we've done wrong what you've liked um, rate any of Roland's songs yeah. um, or just give him a lovely little virtual pat on the back for a good job and the fact he's good new york because i am a puppy because he is a good boy he's doing very well and <laughs> um, then you can contact us on euphoria podcast at
2: gmail.com or if you want to do a shorter one and just say a sentence about how awful my song was uh you can uh, get in contact with us on twitter at at euphoria cast yes. and leave a review on itunes
1: itunes please rate review and subscribe on itunes it's how we build our audience we make no money from this we actually lose money yeah. so if we do it's it for, we literally do it for the love yeah so um the wider audience we have it just makes us feel um less miserable <laughs> no i mean we're always happy we're very happy it's just really nice it would be really yeah. m- would mean a lot to us so if you could do that that'd be absolutely fantastic thank you so much yeah so story
2: yay story time time. Of the week. my week favorite um, time of the week
1: so today yeah we are going to discuss a woman who was suggested to me by our wonderful friend and listener, Jaime. Jaime has sent one who actually has been mentioned in passing before Ooh, by you.
2: Ooh.
1: Um, but we didn't go into really great detail and they're an amazing person, so. It warrants. It warrants a full, okay. a full episode.
2: They're well, congratulations to them.
1: Congrats, <laughs> for sure. Okay. So today we're going to talk about singer, humanitarian campaigner, and queen of the gypsies, <gasps> Esma Regipova.
2: Oh, yeah, this is the one that uh, we talked about when
1: she passed away. Yeah, she sadly died. Okay, last year. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about her.
2: Brilliant, excellent.
1: So, Esma was born on August 8th, 1943, in Skopje, the capital of the Republic of Macedonia. Cool. Uh, at the height of the Second World War. At that time, Skopje was occupied by the Kingdom of Bulgaria, allied to Nazi Germany. Uh, although the region was returned to Yugoslavia just two years later. Okay, cool. She was the second youngest of six children in a Romani family. Her paternal grandfather was a Catholic Roma and her grandmother an Iraqi Jew, while her mother was a Muslim Roma from a village close by. So there's just there's heritage. a heritage. There's a lot going on. There's there. a lot of heritage. Yeah, that's great.
2: I mean, it's, it's that's, a rich... That's
1: needed to be said because a rich she's, um, tapestry. she's all about the heritage. A rich tapestry
2: yeah. of... History there
1: absolutely Beautiful. you've got yeah Muslim Catholic and Romani. Jewish
2: and Jewish and Romany all in yeah, one big old mixed up bag love that that's how the world should be.
1: What we need <laughs> is a great big <laughs> melting pot, big enough uh, to take the world. So we can sing that. So we can sing of it. Otherwise, we got to pay. <laughs> we got to pay now.
2: Do we? That's about ten grand. You just cost us. No, we don't have that.
1: Oh no! How much did that can we play?
2: No, we can sing that. We can oh, sing that. Oh, great. love that
1: song. Boyzone did a cover version of it. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> her father, Ibrahim, who had lost a leg during a German bombing uh, in 1941, worked variously as a porter... Circus strongman <gasps> and shoe shiner.
2: Well, hang on, no, one-legged circus strong. or was that before he lost his leg? I feel like I don't know. I, may, I mean, you know, there's a there's but a, incredible and shoe shiner
1: and shoe shiner. I kind of hope all at once. Again,
2: a lot of because skills. Because back
1: in the day, where you did have 30 bizarre jobs all at once. I loved
2: those circus strong men you don't really sit like you don't go to the circus and <laughs> big see barrel chested men yeah, you with mustaches anymore just no a strong man. exactly
1: they don't get the animals out i don't yeah. want the animals yeah. looking like I'm, they're sad and like i'm yeah. sad for them i want a really massive man throwing things around but even then
2: you go to cirque du soleil and there's like two brothers lifting each other and it's like very impressive and cool but really i just want to see a big I want to see andre the giant big muscly man lifting a woman in a chair mm, roland <laughs> this says a lot about you
1: <laughs> Um, And I want to be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) We can organise all of this for your leaving dude. Absolutely. (laughs) Ibrahim sang and played drums, sometimes performing at weddings with Esma's siblings accompanying him. At age nine, Esma was introduced by one of her brothers to a local Romani music organisation where she discovered her love of music. Excellent. Although insisting all of their children finish primary school... Good for them. Yeah, smart. Esma's parents had very traditional views and expected her to get married in her teens and become a housewife. Wow. Mm. Mm, Let's see
2: if Esma keeps up uh, with that belief. Mm, Let's see, shall (laughs) we?
1: (laughs) Nonetheless, their daughter was a very... Very sassy. She was a very independent young yes. woman. And she would wear fashionable dresses instead of the traditional attire for Romany girls at the time. Good for her. She was her own person, yeah, you know.
2: you do you, Esma. You, you do you.
1: Her parents' views, however traditional they were, were not going to stop her. Mm-hmm. And in 1956, Esma entered a national singing contest without telling her parents. That's like
2: Milan, is it? No, not really. <laughs> Milan no. is something else. It's a, it's like a story.
1: It's a story. It is you're a story. Telling I'm telling you a story. <laughs> okay. Her parents had made it clear that they did not want her to follow in the path of one of her older sisters who started to sing in cafes at age 17. Among oh. the Roma people, such a career was viewed as shameful for an unmarried girl because it would make them seem that they were unmarried marriageable.
2: It seems very, it seems quite like a lovely European thing to do though. I know, if you like, if you
1: moved that exact same story into Paris, Paris it would be really charming. After the war, sing, oh, she went and sang in cafes and had cafes. a lovely time. It's just the, it's the traditions, yeah. it's the mindset, it's the culture yeah. behind it, that you swap those two things and one of them, it's a beautiful Audrey Hepburn movie. Yeah. And the other one, it's that it's this like, girl was you told, you, you're not going to, no one's going to yeah. fucking marry Yeah, it, yeah, like. yeah.
2: And oh, that's rough. Mm, yeah. Good for her though, for doing it.
1: Esma performed Abrebabi, a Macedonian Roma traditional song. We're going to play a little bit of oh, it. Oh, have a little listen. So you can just get in with the Macedonian Roma vibe, okay?
2: the sort of fun. come in from a bustling sort of market and sit in a cafe and then that's playing in the background and you have a lovely yeah. glass of wine and a, and a cigarette great lovely
1: it was the first time a song in romany was aired by the local radio station wow who was running the contest and esma one, yes. beating 57 other schools and winning 9,000 dinars. I don't know how much that is in normal money now.
2: Let's say loads.
1: Loads of money. <laughs> when Esma's parents learned about her success, oh. they were extremely upset and oh. reluctant to let her follow her musical career.
2: Well, they stuck to their guns at least. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, Good oh, to they come round to it when they see nope. 9,000 dinars. No, they weren't no. happy. I okay.
1: thought it was a short-term... God, this is a movie. This is a movie as well. Um, They're all movies. Oh, it's really great. <laughs> this is a movie. It was, yeah, they thought it was a short term bit, basically, that she'd become a musician, she'd have no success, yeah. then no one would marry her, and she'd be single forever. Stevo Tayodossoevsky, an ethnic Macedonian musician and band frontman, was impressed by Esma's voice, though. He overheard mm. the contest, mm. he loved it. Excellent. She considered her singing style as very ancient and traditional. This is later. This is what she said later. She didn't say this at the age she was now. She's quite no. young now. Stevo compared it to the sound of a silver bell. <sighs> oh, so Steve-o. cute. Stevo.
2: steve fucking charming. I Steve-o. bet. Stevo.
1: <laughs> Stevo wanted Esma to work with him. Basically, he, okay. he thought her voice was beautiful. He was. Uh, he really thought that this would. Um, um, it would be a great uh, move forward for for Roma music. So he arranged a contract with Ibrahim, who's Esme's uh, father. father. Uh, whereby it guaranteed that Esma's virtue and education would stay intact. Yeah. Uh, and as long as Ibrahim promised not to arrange a marriage for her before she turned 18.
2: Wow, okay. Right.
1: Stevo was a visionary, believing that Roman music could become esteemed and popular among non romani people. Indeed, at that time, Roman music in Yugoslavia was depreciated and not considered suitable for radio or television. So okay. as I mentioned, hers yeah. was the first song that had been played. Yeah. Furthermore, racism against Roma people was very common in Macedonia and the rest of Yugoslavia. Mm. And even Roma people themselves had a poor image of Roma singers, especially female ones. So Roma l- performance they, never, so they were never on TV or radio stations. And if they were, they would hide their Roma origins. They wow. would pretend they
2: weren't. So they were literally like, if you were a female Roma singer... Uh, no one wanted to hear it. Like, you were the lowest of the low. Yeah, absolutely. Wow.
1: And Esmond was exactly that. Yeah. In 1961... The ensemble, so this is Steve Ensemble. It is called uh, the Ensemble Tayodosayevsky. Okay. You're good um, at these,
2: you're good at these names. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm well practicing,
1: done. guys. I'm practicing. Went to Zagreb to record Esma's first record. It included Abre Babi, the song uh, she sang at the contest that we heard. Yeah. As well as Chaye Shukai Shukaraye. Chae Shukaraye. Okay. Yep. Okay a song she wrote herself that quickly became a huge success in Yugoslavia
2: Go Esma
1: good for her The 1960s and 70s were extremely successful for Esma recording many albums and EPs and took um, and she took part in a number of radio and television shows so,
2: b- she's, so she's so like it's becoming more acceptable to have She's making it more acceptable She, is leading, it. she is leading the way she is leading the way
1: she is the one person doing this her performances were extremely theatrical. Wow. With her beauty, charm, striking voice and performance skills quickly making her famous across Europe.
2: Amazing. So
1: this was part of it, I think, is that she just had this kind of no fucks given attitude yeah. of, I am a great performer and I'm nailing this. Yeah. And you just had to get on board. And yeah. she is. She's very engaging when you watch her perform. Yeah. She's very exciting. She's just... Oh, yeah, mm. you can you can totally tell how she, you know why she was the person that managed to lead that. win people over. Yeah, and lead, that, yeah, yeah, lead yeah. that
2: charge. Oh man, that's amazing.
1: On stage and in her music videos, Esma played with stereotypes linked to gypsy women, using traditional attire and dancers. The Middle Eastern character of her performances was often enhanced to please non-Romani audiences. So she was savvy. Yeah, she was very smart. She you know fully understood. The racism, basically, yeah. that was going on all around her yeah. towards very many people, and she used it to her advantage. And she to win, also to win them over.
2: And, and she's also not denying her roots because she does no. have Middle Eastern heritage. But yeah. she's never turning her back on the Roman, because it seems like her music is is you know. Uh, inherently, you know, has those Romany traditions and those Romany traditions. Completely running through it. Yeah,
1: But she would be very clever in terms of the audience she was performing to. So costumes worn by Esma and her dancers um, were often inaccurate to Macedonian Roman culture, Uh culture, which would annoy uh, people of that culture. Traditional, yeah. But she would move it towards looking like Hungarian or Russian costumes, Mm. so that if she was performing in front of that audience... Mm it would match their expectations of what they wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's so she was really clever yeah. about how she would do this. Yeah. But despite her success as i mentioned, you know, she was she was a target for racism and for, and and gossip because mm. of who she was and she was different to everyone else. She's a woman putting herself out there. Exactly. <laughs> Roma people in Skopje thought of her as dishonorable for the community and were very critical about her relationship with Stejo, uh, Stevo, sorry, a gajo, which is a rather dis- respectful term for someone who's non-romani. Okay. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So at the time it was unthinkable for Macedonians and Romani to engage in mixed marriages and both communities strongly disapproved of their relationship. So they had a relationship. They got together. Okay. Well, oh. When she was a bit older. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Esma was frowned upon by Romani because she had uh, an, a very emancipated lifestyle, so she performed on stage, she slept in hotels, she, she worked alongside men as their equals. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side, institutions uh, including Radio Skopje and the League of Communists in Macedonia were very critical about Stevo and reproached him for working with gypsies and alongside mm. them. So to escape the stifling atmosphere that had surrounded them, Esma and Stevo moved to Belgrade, the capital of Yugoslavia at the beginning of the 1960s and they married in
2: 1968. Hey. Lovely stuff. Good for them. Good
1: for them. You know, I mean, you know, you spend- but Again, this is just people, this is being people being angry about people being free. Yeah. That's what it comes yeah, down yeah. to. Esma was a free gypsy woman. She wasn't hiding her heritage. Nope. She was throwing it out in front of everyone to see, but yet people weren't happy about it because yeah. she was a free woman. Yeah esma mostly sang in Romani and macedonian but also recorded songs in serbo croatian turkish hebrew greek and hindi
2: she's a smart woman she is great she's a smart woman
1: the roman people came from india to europe in the middle ages and that heritage was extremely important to her mm. esma and steve visited india three times you can actually you can hear it when you listen to the music the song we played earlier you can hear yeah, that absolutely uh, that influence that, that's definitely come from that area yeah. Um, and Esma and Steve have visited India three times in their lives uh, and during the second trip they were given the title of King and Queen of Romani music at the first Re- Roman music festival in Chandigarh Wow
2: That's cool That is pretty amazing I and want to be queen of something I know
1: Esma and her husband continued to perform all over the world and in 1962 she was the first Yugoslav artist to perform at the Olympia in Paris so still smashing, smashing down it. those walls smashing it
2: Get out of the way, Esma's coming through. How old is she now? Like 30, 40?
1: 1962. What did I say she was born in? 40. 43? She's 20. 20.
2: Fucking hell. She's 21. She's done a lot. She's doing all right. She's isn't doing she? okay, yeah.
1: Esma was known for her unique sense of fashion. Of course, she was. Yes. Sassy little so and so. Sassy Esma. She often wore heavy jewels on stage and had a collection of over 300 colourful turbans. Fucking
2: hey. I want Im- to get to that. Imagine that room. Imagine that you walk into that room and it's just like turbans as far oh as the eye my can God. see.
0: It's so fun. That's <laughs> oh the God, point. to. That of what is amazing. To get to.
2: Yeah, that'd be amazing. You'd have a room for like headwear, shoes.
1: I'm getting there with the shoes, aren't you, I, mate?
2: You're. I'm so proud of that. that we. Well, I have. Unit. I
1: have bookshelves in my bedroom. No books. listeners. <laughs> um, no, the books have been moved to get out of the way. Yeah, and i slowly just got rid of them over the years and replaced them all with, like, I'm. I'm no, no joke. Maybe five, six, seven. Eight-inch high heels, Platform heels.
2: They're right. I'm, I'm really glorious. proud. Like looking, really going, are you proud of me. Yeah, i like <laughs> honestly, like going into that room and looking at uh, a yeah. those shelves. I was like, I'm proud that it's <laughs> like, <laughs> They are my greatest
1: accomplishment. It's is amazing though, that collection of heels. It will be glorious.
2: It will be given to a museum one day.
0: Oh. Oh, After you die, I really like it. It'll be like your.
2: That. It'll be your. My legacy. Yeah, your legacy. Heels. It will be. You have a fine collection. They're beautiful. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Back to Esmond. Mm. In 1997, Esmond's dear husband Stevo unfortunately died of cancer at the age of 72. 19 years her senior, the couple never had children of their own, but fostered 47 abandoned or deprived children during the 1970s and 80s. They raised five of them under their roof as their own children and ensured a home and education for the others
2: well i am the saddest that she's died right now like i <laughs> know before we reported on it and we were sort of said, oh yeah she's great blah 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 but like the fact that she is no longer with us and her however many hundred turbans and her I know. but what a legacy she's left as well not only her turbans but the beautiful children who she all brought all the children
1: up. 47 like children. you think of
2: where they were and where their lives could have turned out and mm-hmm. she went nope you're gonna so
1: they basically created like a music school
2: yeah oh, right
1: so the five that lived with them actually live with them as their children like the, Von Trapps. But the other ones they went through they also they all basically put them through this music school oh my god so it was part of the ensemble um yeah. uh, yeah. Stevo's ensemble um Steve-O's death along with at the time the collapse of yugoslavia that was going on around mm. them devastated Esma both emotionally and financially but rather than retire She reinvented her career, recording with Balkan pop singers and folk bands while surfing the wave of Western interest in gypsy music.
0: Oh,
2: nice. Mm. Um,
1: She also once settled, once she resettled back in Skopje, uh, had begun to speak out on all manner of issues surrounding the Roma people, funding charities to work with women and children and campaigning for universal education and on behalf of Roma refugees from Kosovo. For her humanitarian work, the Macedonian government twice nominated Esma for the Nobel Peace Prize. She is
2: badass.
1: She's incredible. She's right? fucking great, yeah. And when you look at this, like, obviously, I'm doing a very brief overview yeah. of her incredible life, but when you look into this properly, basically, whenever times got a bit tough or her music career faltered, she didn't, you know, throw a wobble. She just mm. went, all right, well, I'll just do charity work now. Yeah. All right, well, this isn't working. Oh, we'll just do, some, we'll just look after some kids now. Yeah. All right, we'll just do that. Like, she oh my God. just kept going it wasn't that you know music was very important to her yeah. but when her music career wasn't being successful she just threw herself into charity and political work yeah. instead and then when her music came back around she was like okay great i get to do music again yeah. fine okay off i go you know nothing seemed to worry this woman oh, love i'm love
2: inspired the
1: woman. then came the noughties ah. which marked a significant shift in the singer's career In Macedonia and former Yugoslavia, Esma gained a more modern image and redefined herself as a world beat artist. World beat being a blend of Western pop or rock music with more traditional world music. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, Mm. I love it. She's
2: She's, like... She's going with the flow. Also, how old is she at this point?
1: In the noughties, she's 60 plus. She's
2: fucking... She is Madonna before Madonna was Madonna. Like, how many times does she want to reinvent herself? I'm
0: going to whisper this. Yeah. Then it means that no one will get mad. At
2: me. <laughs> I don't like Madonna. No, 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 no. Okay, well, like, how about this? And all the gays hate me for saying it. <laughs> I get
1: shouted at. <sighs> I like um like Vogue era Madonna.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But she has herself, I don't
2: like. No, that's fine. And she, I don't like her modern. Media. She's a bit pretentious. So
1: you? actually, I would say.
2: Oh, es- better. Esma's better. Yeah, yeah, no, I would I would agree with you. She just reinvents herself and reinventing oh, yeah. yourself at the age of sixty plus. Sixty plus is quite something. Good for her. Good for you, I I don't know how many times I've said that at this, this point. Yeah. <laughs> the whole episode is just really good. Good for you. Good for you. You know good what? For you.
1: <laughs> good for you. I <laughs> love it. Um her best known single, Chaya Shukarayo, uh, is the song that so we mentioned it earlier. So actually that song was used in the opening credits of the 2006 Borat movie soundtrack oh god which she claims was used without her permission oh, shit. so she actually she sued the producer of the film wow. initially for 800,000 euros for using it uh, eventually winning 26,000 euros okay. because it turned out that the film received permission from her production team her production house without yeah. her knowledge she wasn't told yeah but she was mostly just very upset about it being used because the film represented to her a portrayal of a very backwards, non Western culture, which was a stereotype that she had fought her entire life mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to stop people thinking of, uh, of Roma cultures like that. So she was quite upset about that.
2: I can imagine, yeah. It was, I mean, that was a very controversial film all around mm-hmm. in terms of the representation. I was this. I was, writing this, I was thinking
1: about it earlier. Yeah. In terms of. Do you think that film that film is not even that old it's 2006 yeah yeah. that film is just over 10 years old yeah right yeah do you think that film would be made now Um, because i don't think it
2: would mm, uh, no it's very tricky i mean the conversations were had at the time right of like you know it's unfairly representing kazakhstan as a very you know exceedingly backwards country um Although I feel like it equally represents the United States as a backward country. Yeah,
1: and that was, the, that was like, meant to be the, the main point the of it. The argument, right. Yeah, yeah the main argument was, the, yeah. look at Americans, aren't they stupid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it would, though.
2: I think, because on, and we've gone off on a tangent, but, like, on Facebook, uh, Channel 4 have been re-releasing some of, like, those um, old Ali G show things to sort of push the... Box set that you can watch on demand, and I've been watching the ones that are um, Borat, like the the other sequences, Mm. and they are just him in like England going to a fox hunt, and because it's completely like it doesn't have a context, it's almost like here's a foreign man which sounds bad but he's a generic foreign generic foreign man who really isn't talking about himself much but it's just, just like showing how out weird english culture is yeah yeah is. or like yeah. you know america culture, or like yeah. a bruno when he yeah. goes to america and hangs out with frat boys but the
1: film does make it very specific
2: there's about 20 about minutes at the start where it's like i'm in i'm, I'm in kazakhstan and my like, yeah stuff. and like we we rape our women and stuff yeah
1: it's mental that's, it's that's, the,
2: that's a rough bit yeah you're I genuinely, right you're I right. hadn't
1: thought about yeah. it until I read yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah.
2: I don't feel like th- I don't feel like there is not a place for quite controversial satire these days absolutely a- you, know, you know people pushing the envelope like you know Brass Eye or mm-hmm. yeah, you, know, yeah. uh, you know to an extent like Bruno and, and um, uh, Borat but yeah, I think. It, don't pick on
0: them. Don't pick on the yeah. Ones don't that don't use don't, don't use
2: it. it to get laughs out of yeah exactly. Minorities. No cheap use it, laughs. Use it to get laughs out of the privilege, and that's what satire's for. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could have filmed Roland taking well, a swig of his wine as you said that. It was welcome great. to the culture show with Ismail and mm. Roland. We fucking mm. wish we had a culture show, That I would be so good at Sorry. it. Sorry, I mean I'm gonna have to cut. We like should do half that. We should
1: do like an anti-culture <laughs> show, which is us. Drinking wine just and just talking like shit. Like a,
2: a satire on a satirical, satire. Yeah,
1: satire on satire. <laughs>
2: no, because we'd get too into it and then we'd just start talking. I'd just rant about, about Tories, wouldn't I? And I would talk about... i that
1: twice this yeah. week already. Uh, so
2: I'm going to, just so you know, that conversation lasted a fair while. I'm going to have to cut it down by at least half, but that's fine. So if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, 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 it'll make sense. But just know that that conversation we went on a long longer. It went on a long time ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Back right, to no, the story. Where do we get to? <laughs> Okay.
1: Particularly noted for her powerful and emotional voice. In 2010, she was cited among the fifty great voices in the world wow. by NPR, a prominent American media organization. We all know NPR.
2: I love NPR.
1: Amazing. She was one of the 50.
2: Wow, amazing. Shit man, that's such a good thing to have. Good for her. Voices.
1: Voices. Great voices. Esma. Then in 2013. Esma was selected together with Vladklo uh, Lozanoski to represent Macedonia in the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. Their song Imperia, or Empire, was unveiled in March, uh, but was eventually withdrawn due, due to dissatisfaction with the song wow. and complaints to the Macedonian public. Jesus. So we're going to play a bit of the song, because we're going to play both of both songs, it was replaced by another one. Okay. We're going to place this one first. So this was basically withdrawn. It's very hard to find the reasons why... fundamentally it came down to people viewed it as a nationalistic act that it was talking against the state so I don't know people Uh, didn't like it so we're going to play it though because I think it's fun
0: (laughs)
2: Wow. So within, so there's a bit of a <laughs> verse with a guy. Within. So a, that's Blackgo. Yeah. Within about four seconds of her appearing, she's already worn four outfits. Yeah. <laughs> like, All the turbans. Like literally every single shot is like different outfit, different mm-hmm. outfit, different outfit. She's fantastic. That is amazing. She's glorious. For, right.
1: She just. Goodness shines out yeah. of her.
2: For like 70-something at this stage, she is absolutely smashing
1: it. She must be 70. Yeah, she's
2: smashing it. Nailing life. Love Love that. That's a great song as well. I wasn't expecting that.
1: No, it's a really fun song. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that (laughs) at (laughs) all. If you are an X Factor or Danny Minogue fan or just very in tune with gay culture, you will know exactly what that reference is. not going to explain it. So, uh, (laughs) um... Google it. The song had to be replaced, basically. It oh. got taken out, replaced with um, Preda Zerazdini, or Before the Sunrise, which was released a month later. So we also have a clip of this. Also sung by her. Yeah, it's the same. It's them. Same duo.
2: But. Okay. Well, us have never listen. They balled it up. <laughs> So I would give that at least eight points for her outfit alone.
0: Her
1: outfits are great, but the, but the first song was better.
2: Yeah, like it. The it first song of, was more fun. It doesn't. She's not a. She's not a joke. But no. it, like, it feels like the other song, like really, like uses both of their singing to their advantage, and it and it plays out really well. Whereas this song is kind of like, here's a man singing, and he's nice and good looking, and here's a
1: and here's a Romany woman. Here's a
2: Romany woman in her outrageous outfit yeah. to walk on and do it. Yeah,
1: guys, if you're going to do. <laughs> yodeling and rap combine the two together, <laughs> together. in a beautiful harmony that we yeah. all know and love yeah. don't just throw the yodeling in for fun yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. okay she looks amazing and she really like going out there with full force like she is giving it everything oh, just I just mad. feel like the composition
1: I really want to start wearing I should I think I'm going to start wearing outfits that were one colour
2: oh my god yeah, yeah because yeah, that's yeah. her vibe and she yeah. nails it yeah
1: Unfortunately, that song failed to advance from the second semi-final of the competition, placing 16th in the field of 17 songs.
2: So not high. Not good. It would have done better if they'd released the first song. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I agree. It was a good song.
1: But the loss didn't stop Esma from remaining an icon and increasing the knowledge and love for Roman music all over the world. Yeah. Her last UK performance was at the Royal Festival Hall in London in 2009 as part of the legendary Gypsy Queens and Kings show, of which, as always, Esma was very much the star.
2: I can... She is the star wherever she goes. Everywhere. And also, just so you know, the Royal Festival Hall is a big hall. Oh, it's amazing. It's one of the biggest in London. Like, mm. that's, a, it's a, that's a big venue to be filling. Not that it's surprising, but that's, no. that's a incredible big space.
1: On the morning of December 11th, 2016, Esma died after a short illness, aged 73 years old. Her funeral took place a day later, with the mayor of Skopje and the Macedonian president, George Ivanov, paying homage to her on the day. She was much loved. In her lifetime, Esma recorded and released more than 580 songs, including two platinum and eight gold discs.
2: Shit, that's pretty good.
1: You just wait for this next oh, bit. Oh, okay, hang on. <laughs> she performed... You're going to lose your shit. She performed more than 22,000 <laughs> concerts worldwide. Right, wait. A third of which were held for various charities. Oh! 7,000. How many has
2: Gary Barley done? Like, maybe 30. Tax evader! <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Jesus Christ! So twenty something. Twenty two,
1: twenty two thousand concerts worldwide, over seven thousand of them will have been for, for charity. Because
2: I was about to go like when you said like she'd done like recorded like five hundred songs, made a like, lot mm. written five hundred songs. So I was like, well, I've done thirty, so nearly ten percent <laughs> of hers. But then when you said twenty thousand, I was like, nah, no, I nope. haven't done, no, nope. haven't done none of them.
1: How? I want to know. Is anyone good at maths and can work out how many aged from fourteen to seventy three? Was so she, that when 365 she died? 14 to 73 how many concerts did Fucking she have to do a day yeah. I can't <laughs> so do that 365 times how many years was she, was she so from 14 to 73 60 59
2: Yeah 59
1: times 59 Yeah equals So there was there was only 21,535 days in her life Wait what 21,000. Well, in the time that she was performing. So 14 to 73, she performed 22,000 no, concerts. No, 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 That can't, that can't, that's not, that can't be right. That's the fact. But
2: she performed more concerts than there were days in her life.
1: Yeah, she must have done like three a day sometimes.
2: I mean, if it's fat, I mean, it's on the podcast now, so it's fat. Like, I'm too I'm drunk not,
1: to care. No, now.
2: I'm not, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's amazing. It's incredible. It's amazing. Her life
1: was music. Music oh, no, no, was yeah, her life. Absolutely. She yeah. There's still more to go and I'm getting drunker, so we have to keep okay, <laughs> going let's to do it we. Okay. Esma was an honorary president of the Macedonian Red Cross in recognition of her extensive work with Romani refugees from Kosovo. Fucking
2: hell. Incredible. Okay. Now when I said it earlier about like, oh it's an inspiration for your life, like I'm already too tired like She's, I'm already She did worn a, a lot She's fucking like in done a lot 73 years yeah. Incredible Okay
1: She supported Roma and uh, women uh, women's rights and was also involved in local politics in her hometown Chaya Shukureya or Beautiful Girl as the song is actually known in English remains an anthem for all Roma all over the world I'm going to play a bit of it now
0: Okay <laughs> That is Great song Maki
2: fucking great man all of, the, all of those songs Man, I need to get some more, like, Eastern European vibes in Your my life. Your brother's
1: into world music, though, right? He is a little...
2: Well, Rebecca
1: was, was talking about it the other day. Yeah, he
0: is
2: no. a little bit. No, he is. No, he is. He is. He is. He is. He is.
1: Digby, um, show in the Ropes. No. I'm going to ask my dad to. My dad. That thing. My dad's into loads of amazing world music. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see what my dad did today? <laughs> <laughs> you have to recluse. Okay, yeah, no, this is... Yeah, this is the Sorry, third diversion. Sorry, this is the diversion. last diversion. We're almost at because the end, Because this is amazing. Thank you for sticking with it. <laughs> my father... The Reverend, Reverend Shulman oh God, yeah. in Canada, posted on Facebook early today <laughs> 18 photos that he took of a snake eating a frog. <laughs> no, a fish. It was a fish. It was a fish. He stood for 45 minutes. I mean, who wouldn't do this? It's incredible. He stood for 45 minutes and watched a snake eat a live fish while photographing it and then put it all on Facebook.
2: What a legend. <laughs> it was a, like, it was like... They our own, amazing
1: photos. Yeah, it was
2: like our own David Admiral. I wouldn't have got that close. I'd have been fucking terrified that it would eat me.
1: I, well, I would have been worried I'd have scared it.
2: Oh no, I'm not worried about that. It, if if a snake's eating a fish... the fish
1: is live. And you can just see the fear in its face while it's getting <laughs> swallowed by this fish. And then the final shot if just this... This snake with a big lump in its belly, <laughs> looking really pleased with itself. It's incredible. If you go to my Twitter, at Isabel Chilman, I-S-O-B-E-L-C-H-I-L-L-M-A-N, I've tweeted four of the pictures. They're incredible.
2: How does a snake meet a fish to start with? Like, that fit, Where did it find either, the fish? Either that fish was in the wrong it's place. It's a weird
1: looking fish. Or that, it's got a massive head.
2: Maybe it was a land fish.
1: I think it looks, it does look like <laughs> one of those ones that's slightly evolved, but not enough. Because <laughs> you know I mean? it can't
2: fight off a snake.
1: dad I I love you look
0: (laughs) look at those pictures
1: Esma rode from poverty to be fated by world leaders as an eloquent spokesperson for Europe's Roma people a confidant of the Yugoslav president um, Josef Tito and a cultural ambassador for the Republic of Macedonia she advocated for large scale cross cultural understanding and pacifism she also defended women's rights and their access to power, both on politic, uh, political and economic levels. She will remain one of the most powerful voices in the world of gypsy music, defending that Roman music was inventive, evolving, and could be enjoyed by people all around the world.
2: God bless you, Esma. She's
1: fucking. How great is that?
2: Oh my God. She's fucking brilliant. She's amazing
1: beautiful human and her yeah. and steve-o there was a there was a wonderful bit as well that you know and i didn't i, I genuinely uh, I, I i thought twice about putting it in or not because i didn't want to take away from her incredible um feats through her life and something that she did th- incredibly throughout you know all of the stuff she did mm-hmm. she fought for she really pushed forward um, and led the way and everything but there was a great bit that i read about when she was asked who her musical influences were and who her inspiration was throughout her life, she said that she didn't have any, but that everything she did was because of her husband, <sighs> because of how how much he he had influenced her in terms of inspiring her to to, to think forward and to mm. and to be that person. So he, from reading, you know, when you read through her obituaries, that you know, these beautiful um pieces that were written about her after she died last year, that were saying that basically. As soon as he saw her, he knew that she could pave the way for Romani music and for Romani culture throughout the world and really be the forefront of it. that she just totally went with it and the fact that she had him supporting her through it and saying um saying you can do this Mm. you are the person to do this look how incredible you are your voice is beautiful you are a force to be reckoned with go for it just go for it and i'm not going to hold you back and he didn't at any point he supported her the whole way so that she was front and center and and was the face of the whole thing
2: that 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 support was clearly there and that that um you know that translates oh another story about a beautiful eurovision person i love it when we do see
1: most of the people involved in eurovision are beautiful humans and that's why we and by we i mean me get very mad when there's <laughs> mean people involved in Eurovision. <laughs> because it is a place for beautiful humans yeah. who love the world it's, some... it's not for the racists it's not for the homophobes it's not for the sexists
2: it's not for anyone mean sometimes it's just fun to get angry at the racist and sexist and homophobes I. So.
1: Uh, always, <laughs> just love a bit of anger. It's yeah. good for you. Anger and and sadness are as legitimate emotions yeah. as happiness and joy.
2: I mean, this is never def- forget that. This is definitely mine and Isabel's like weekly sort of therapy. Get your emotions out session. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> drink some wine, been- rant about stuff. I don't even remember what we've talked about right now. Mm. I am
2: drunk. Quite drunk. E- song. Uh, okay, we're moving on to song.
1: Yeah, song time. Okay, it cannot. Physically, in any context, be worse than last no. week. So, so, I, you know, you're getting higher than a one.
2: Hopefully, I have had to live with the burden of, and I, there was a shame. It's was like Game of Thrones. A, there was a big, <laughs> big reaction on Twitter last week to my. Uh, um, can you call it a song? We we don't know. Um, last week, so I have, you know, I've, and you know, there's a big negative reaction. I feel like I put something very negative out into the world. So this week I have tried to put something positive into the world. Mm. I have tried to put something empowering mm-hmm. into the world. Uh, so I have written Hallelujah. Ha, what? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, so I have written and I know I've do- I've done one of these before and it did very very well and whether that was down to circumstance or not I don't know. Oh. And it's this isn't a breakup song. This is a song <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's not going to do well because I ain't been broken up No, no, up with. you're like, Pff,
2: I don't care. Fuck them. <laughs> it's better to be Couldn't single. Give a shit. In fact, on that word, it's better to be single. This is a, you've returned to me asking Ooh. for my love again, but you know what? I'm better than that. Oh! This is a song called Can't Tie Me Down. Also, <laughs> are the 80s back in fashion? I heard they are. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh,
0: you come away. And then you look me in the eyes and say, I've worked it out, now I'm here to stay. But this time I know better than that and, ooh, I turn away. I feel empowered by the pain you gave. The look you made makes me feel the same. Cause this time I know better than that and you know it, your power's got no power on me. For the first time I'm not back in your arms I see the lies disguised by your charm Time to show it You better get your running shoes on And tell your little friend it's about to go down I'm gonna run you out of town I call it strong, you call it crazy I never wanna hear you call me baby You're looking weak, look a little sad lately I'm feeling good cause I'm I'm going going up can't tie me down I'm feeling ten times stronger here on my own Cause this little girl has grown And I've thrown you down You won't mess around Cause you've got nothing now that I've found But you can't tie me down Ooh, I hear them say I hope you're good, hope you're all okay Well, honey, take your worries away there's no better feeling today Ooh, look at me Look how good it is to be free The skies are clear and it's easy to see That you're no good for me Now I'm looking up I can't tie me down I'm feeling ten times stronger here on my own Cause this little girl has grown now I've me you down You've got nothing now that i found That you can't tie me down You can't uh,
2: tie me down It's a little positive ditty about being an independent woman It's <laughs> <laughs> something Roland knows a lot about uh, yeah, oh, Good work, mate woman. It's a little, no, fun, a, little a little bit of fun uh, It's a little bit fun I feel like We have it, a giggle,
1: don't we? You know, you're
2: a little... Your, Drunk and that helps. It does help. <laughs> I am drunk. It's better than last week.
1: Oh my god, hugely <laughs> better than last week. So um loved the beginning yeah. right at the start. Yeah. Was vibing off it yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the chorus yeah. could have been better. Yeah, I
2: know, I know. I need a bit of daz in there. Mm, I feel like I'm not I, saying that <laughs>
1: but it could have been a bit more I think they just could have been improved in Yeah. That. <laughs> what was the about little friend? You were not
2: little friend. Na- oh, yeah. No, I was just like you and your like shitty little friends. Like oh, you, little like, friends. Yeah, maybe I didn't Plural. pronounce the S, yeah. So but it sounds it's like, like you were saying
1: little friend like and a being... Penis. Well, again, <laughs> all these times, like, I know that I'm definitely more the crass one <laughs> on like a regular basis through my swearing. But whenever it comes to me trying to be subtle, everyone just goes, do you know, man, like a dick, like sex. <laughs> like a big cock. Like a cock. And like, oh my God. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I mean, it's you know, it's up for interpretation. But okay. if I'm saying you and your little friend, it's like, mm, and your little friend. I don't friend.
1: know if Yon would like that.
2: No, but that's fine. You're that's allowed. In I mean, let's say your little friend. I'm like, that's not penis. That's your like shitty little friends that you hang out with and watch football with.
0: Yeah, friends. Because I'm
2: an independent woman. Friends. Okay, I'll make I'll make sure you need I, to add the assets add, to the okay. That. okay. What about if you only have one friend?
0: Okay, well. Anyway, anyway, anyway,
2: anyway, Actually, i have dated someone
1: who yeah.
0: had one
2: friend and it was his
1: brother. <laughs> it was not, oh God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't end well. <laughs> Might listen to this still. Hi. Um, probably not. No.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> let's move on. Um, okay, I liked it. 80s vibe, right? Improvement on last week massively. Okay, good. Not as good as some others. No. And I feel like on the night at Eurovision, it would get lost in the
2: noise. Do you remember last year there was that group of girls, group of women called. Ogon, or like they had a three in their name, Ogene or something. Yeah, the ones that
1: were, that basically sounded like, like um, a cappella kind of. Turn around and say goodbye. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't then. Exactly it. But yeah. So if they sung this song, and I'm, oh, I'm with yeah, you, like the yeah, chorus yeah, 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 yeah. could do work. I'm with you. I'm with you. But like a group I'm of like you. powerful women being like, you can go fuck off and you can go and
0: die. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yes. No, it that. would
1: totally be that vibe doing it which actually fits very in well into my mindset and my final oh, score for this interesting. because again that yeah. good song you're gonna not you're not gonna be like bottom half of no. the the right hand no. side of the board no, yeah. you're gonna do reasonably well yeah. but it's not quite stand out enough no. No, 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 to no. be top five top six top seven yeah,
2: yeah that's, sound, that's fine okay? I, get it, I get it I get it give me a score for what do I call it <laughs> Can't tie me down.
1: Can't tie me down is getting set.
2: Seven. Seven.
1: That's. I mean, that's pretty good. That's, I'm happy with that. Yeah, eight, good.
2: 10, 11, 12, 7 Exactly. Yeah.
1: So there's, you're You're not, you know, eight it's is too top, high. It's not a top one. And you're definitely not jumping any numbers. So that's the, now we've changed the, yeah. <laughs> to the proper Just place. Just so everyone knows. The jumping numbers bit is important for me. Yeah. So if you jump a number, it's got to be something significant. You're not jumping numbers. There's fewer. You're not quite an eight. You've had some eights recently and they were fucking slamming. I totally get it. This one, I was dancing, I was vibing, I liked it. But you forget it. point. I could pick holes in it. Yeah,
2: yeah. And when you get to the end. Too easily. Oh, great. Uh, Shall we wrap up?
1: Let's wrap up now, guys. Okay, so... This has been a long podcast, long show. Um, quickly, if you want to contact us at any point whatsoever, EurophoriaPodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on Twitter at euroforiacast. You can also tweet me or Roland. You can find us really easily on our Twitter, the group Twitter. Please do get in touch. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, all of that stuff. We love you very much. Right, Roland. Yeah. This is a really quick question to sum up with. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm going to be... It's so long. i got to be on it, okay.
1: Roland Bodnum. Yeah, yes. Would you rather? Yes. Have a voice like Salvador or a body like Mans?
2: <laughs> I'm body like Mans all the time, come on. Oh, I'm the shallowest fucker so you could ever so shallow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so shallow.
2: Really? Imagine, just see when he rips his shirt open. I could talk like this the whole time because. But you'd be such a
1: mean man. No, Mans is not. No, Mans, mean mans man. is lovely, but oh. I mean, men like that in general.
2: <sighs> but I can just rip my shirt voice. over. I'm here's me, here's me at a bar, right? Door. A woman's like, oh, he's really mean, and then I just go rip, <laughs> 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 and then I've got, I've got their attention. So that's it. A body like mine. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's been answered, into the Shallow. <laughs> we love you very much. speaking week
2: <laughs> Love <Goodbye>. you. Bye. <laughs>